0: This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Please be sure to subscribe and share with friends and family. To help support this ministry, please visit com slash donate. Thank you for listening. The scripture that was read to your hearing came from Psalm 46. And I have a focus text, but I thought it would be good to reread the entire chapter again. It reads as thus, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roll and foam and the mountains quake with their surging, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, Mm. the holy place where the most high dwells. He breaks the bow and shadows the spear. He burns the shields with fire. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Mm -hmm. And my focus text for today is verse 10. He says, Be still and know that I am God. It is with this scripture in mind, I have titled this message this morning, Our Safety Net. Our Safety Net. Let us pray. Gracious, everlasting God, we thank you for the opportunity to come one more time to hear what thus saith the Lord. Lord, thank you for this opportunity that you have given me, that you have found that I am worthy to stand behind this sacred desk and proclaim your word. Now, sweet Holy Spirit, fall fresh upon this preacher. Hide me behind thy cross, Lord, that your people might see you and less of me. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight because you are surely my rock and my redeemer. It is in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. Amen. For this past week and a half, as I was meditating and preparing for what God would have me bring forth to all of you today, I could not help but to have a very open conversation with God. Well, all my conversations are very open and honest with God, but (laughs) for this particular one, I just wanted to bring you in a little bit in my conversation with God. I was a little bit discouraged, I was dismayed, and I was disturbed by all that I was hearing on the news lately. Mm. Devon Chandler, Lavelle Davis Jr. and Deshaun Perry, the UVA football players that were shot and killed by another student, suspect Christopher Darnell Jones Jr. Shancula Robinson, a 25-year-old who goes away with her friends with a few friends to Mexico, and within 24 hours of her being there, she is dead. Mm. The Idaho college students, Madison Mogan, Kayla Concleves, Zena Carnoodle and Ethan Chapin, violently stabbed to death while they were asleep. None of them will sit at a table this Thursday with their loved ones to celebrate Thanksgiving. My Lord, my Lord. And the disturbing news, at least to me, of the former president of the United States, Donald Trump, announcing he will be running for president of the United States in 2024. Help us, Lord. Help us. The war between Ukraine and Russia is still ongoing, and the coronavirus pandemic is still among us. Watching as I commute to work on the subway, the hustle bustle of life, friends down south usually say the New York is a tunnel vision, more crimes being committed on the subway. It was a moment I felt overwhelmed and I asked God, what is going on and where is our safety net? At that moment, I stopped talking for a minute, then began to pray. Prayed for the families that are grieving Prayed for this United States of America. Prayed for wars to cease. Prayed for a hedge of protection. Prayed for God to make a way. After I prayed, there was a sense of peace that came over me. Mm -hmm. Then the Lord reminded me in a small, still voice. What you can control, you have done. You have come to me. And remember, Nefty, your enemy the devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Mm-hmm. But I am God. Yeah, yeah. And I shared all that with you just because it not only confirmed to me once again, and reminded me who God is. It's control of all things, but also confirm to me which direction I shall go with this word this morning. Yeah. And if I might, if you might lend me the ears of your heart, I wanna read you a story, The Author is Unknown, and it's called Four Places at Once. Mm -hmm. If you were to point your car southwest of Cortez, Colorado, drive exactly 38 miles along Highway 160, and then hang a right on Four Corners Monument Road, In about half a mile, you'd run into the only spot in America where you can be in four states at the same time. Hmm. The intersection of Arizona, Colorado, New Mexico, and Utah. It's out in the middle of an empty desert surrounded by dust, rocks, and boulders. But that doesn't stop upwards of 2,000 people a day from visiting four corners and waiting in line just for the thrill of having their picture taken, standing in four states at once. Hmm. Truly the American way, trying to be at four places at one time. Well. Truth be told, it's a picture of the way many of us elect to live our lives today. Yeah. We are constantly pulled in different directions. Our pressure-filled, rush-rush, hurried lifestyle has a way of leaving us winded, dazed, and addicted to the next item on our activity list. It leaves us a time, it leaves us little time for serious spiritual reflection, little time for anything more than snap judgments, little time to share our dreams with each other, a little sense of where we've been and where we're going. What's more, the author says, I fear that by crowding out any room for meaningful conversation, original thoughts, and spiritual insights in our family schedules, we're fueling in our children a raw addiction of activity, constant motion, continuous noise, and endless sensory stimulation. Mm. And the author says, I urge you to stop and check the speed limit on the road that you are on. Imagine a life that allows for living, the kind that you'll never find at four corners. Mm. Brothers and sisters, what meaning does life have for you if you have not stopped to smell the roses, hmm. not stopped the constant motion, the continuous noise, and endless sensory stimulation, we find ourselves in a constant go, go, go mode yeah. that it almost seems as if we're trying to be control, control our own lives. Well. When do you take the time to retreat to your safety net? Hmm. Or is it that we are such in go mode that we don't want to deal with what's happening within us? or around us? Well, as you ponder that question, I want us to dive into our text for today. In the focus text, as I read, Psalm 4610, the beginning of it, he says, be still and know that I am God. Yeah. And you cannot fully understand what that means without first understanding what's happening in the entire chapter. Context matters. And what I want us to see first in the Psalm is, Psalm 46 is considered a hymn of praise. You know, the famous Martin Luther, the theologian, the musician, the Bible translator, wrote a hymn, A Mighty Fortress is a God, based on Psalm 46. See, Martin Luther said regarding the psalm that he wrote the psalm because it reflects my awareness of our intense struggle with Satan. Let me say that one more time. Martin Luther said he wrote the psalm based on this psalm and I quote, because it reflects my awareness of our intense struggle with Satan. Mm. I thought that was so profound because how do we combat the enemy? Mm. We combat the enemy by submitting ourselves to God and continually filling our hearts and minds with God's truth. Yeah. Arming ourselves with the, word, the sword, which is the word of God. Mm-hmm. Remember when I was speaking to God earlier and I told you, and this is what the Lord said to me. Remember, Nefty, your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Yeah, preach it, But I am God. Yeah. And one thing I want you to realize this is the Psalm 46 is divided into three sections, and each section is similar in the manner of stating just two words. God is. Hmm. That's it. All three sections of that psalm is similar in two words. God is. And in section one from verses one to three, really quick before I get to my focus text, section one, God is our refuge and strength. And it says God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Because God is our strength and refuge, we need not be fearful about the worst possible conditions that can take place. Uh. This is what verse 2 says. Therefore, because God is our strength and refuge, we will not fear. Though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. Mm -hmm. What the psalmist is saying here is that Despite if we, we should not be afraid if we have earthquakes that cause tsunamis to happen. Because God is a refuge. Yeah. And God is our strength. And that God is there to help us. Amen. In section 2, yeah. verses 4 through 7, God is our security. Mm. It says there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the most high dwells. Here the psalmist speaks of a river whose streams make glad the city of God. The river is a metaphor, brothers and sisters, that describes the presence of God. Yeah. And because the presence of God is there, the city of God, which is Jerusalem, there is peace. Yes, sir. Yeah, and just as a factual point right here, I have been to Jerusalem, uh-huh. and I can tell you, there are no rivers in Jerusalem. Uh-huh. You can look it up, there are no rivers but it had God who like a river sustained the people's lives. It goes on to say that God is within her. She will not fall. Mm -mm. This represents the church of Jesus Christ. If you know the Lord as your personal Lord and Savior, we are part of the bride. We are the church of Jesus Christ and because God dwells within us, we shall not fall. And no, no enemies, however strong, will ever harm us. Hallelujah. God is our stronghold. <laughs> in section three, I have told you that God is our strength and our refuge. Yep. God, is God is our security. Yeah. And in section three, verses eight through ten of the Psalm forty-six, God is God. Amen. God is God. It says, come and see what the Lord has done, the desolations he has brought on earth. He makes war cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. The psalmist in verse 8 speaks of when God's wrath will come upon the earth, because that God's wrath will come upon the earth at the end of of times. But in verse 9 gives us some comfort and encouragement with the knowledge that God will fight our battles uh, and defend them against our enemies. It, and in verse 10, which is our focus text for this message today, be still huh. and know no. that I am God. You know, a very interesting aspect of this text is that of this complete chapter, we've seen that the Psalmist has told us, God is our refuge and strength. He's our security. And then in verse 10, there's a shift that takes place. I don't know if you realize it. God himself tells us we ought to be still and know that he is God. Yeah. Most of the text is written in third person as the ta- psalmist talks about God. But then in verse 10, God takes over and speaks. Yeah. He says, be still, be still and know that I am God. Yeah. Let's first recognize that this is not a request from God, yeah. but that it is a command from yeah. God. Brothers and sisters, this is not a request, Mm. but this is a command from God. God tells us to be still. God is not speaking in the sense of to be quiet, Mm. but rather be still, which means take your hands off, relax, let go, cease striving or withdraw. Brothers and sisters, God is telling us to stop trying to be in control and let him be in control. Yeah, yeah. So many times in the hustle and bustle, like I said earlier, we're trying to control the aspects of everything in our life. And what happens when you do that? You lose sight of God. Mm. So God has reminded us, let go. Let God. Because honestly, he can do a whole better job than we can ever do. Amen. Amen? Amen. Amen? We don't need to worry when difficulties and challenges arise in our life. Because God is with us. God is with you. With all the wars around us and within us, God is simply saying, stop fighting Hmm. because I am in control. You must remember when you're running yourselves ragged, tunnel vision, trying to do everything yourselves, worrying about what you can't control. Like I said earlier, you lose sight of God. Hmm. We forget his power when we lose sight of who he is. We forget about the power, his power. power. When we lose sight of him because we are trying to control everything. When we are still, we remember that the one who has the whole world in his hands has us in his hands (laughs) as well. Church, war and destruction, it can't be avoided. But we hold true to the fact that and, 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 and have hope and are excited that God has the final say. Yes, he does. And God has the victory. Yes, he does. Matthew 11, 28, 30 says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. Yeah. For my yoke is easy. Yeah. And my burden is light. Be still. still. And know. That I am God. And as I close. Brothers and sisters. When you find yourselves in need. Of God's help. Read Psalm 46. When you feel discouraged. Dismayed. Defeated. Read Psalm 46. When you need courage and strength from God. Read Psalm 46 mm-hmm. and remember, God is our refuge, yes, he is. God is our security, God is our safety net. So if you know this to be true, stop and be still, and know that God is God. Amen. 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 Amen.